the Wrestling Reverb Awards. It's finally here. I'm so excited. I have been promoting the absolute ass out of this for the last two weeks, but with good reason. I've had nearly 1,600 votes all together with the nominees and the pre-nominee reveals. It's been incredible to do this. It's been very challenging because I've spent hours upon hours making the videos, editing them, counting all the votes, and everything that comes in between. Um, I... Before we even get into the awards, I want to thank absolutely everyone who participated anyway, whether it was just a retweet, a like, a vote, a watch, whatever it may be. If for some reason you have not watched the nominee reveals of the Wrestling Reverb Awards, pause this podcast, go over to my YouTube, there's 10 categories, um, go through and watch them all, and then come back, unpause this podcast, come back, and you can listen to the winner's reveals. Um... Now, I've never done anything like this before, so if my style is a little different to other podcasts or other ways of doing this, I apologize, but I am learning on the fly. Um, I'm going to run down each nominee. I'm going to tell you who the people picked and then who Josh picked, because it might be different, might be the same, who knows. But, um, yeah, thank you to everyone who has participated in voting. We're going to get straight into the Wrestling Reverb Awards. This is a big deal. This is going to... It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. So we're going to kick things off. We're going to head down to NXT with the NXT Tag Team of the Year. We have five nominees in each category. And let's run through them. The NXT Tag Team of the Year nominees are the Undisputed Era, who have had an incredible year, multiple incredible matches. Each member has defined themselves a specific part of the Undisputed Era. I love the Undisputed Era. Um, a lot of championship gold too, which is nice. We have the Street Profits, and I, I, um, when people were voting for the Street Profits, I was a little surprised. Um, I think there's a whole lot more to them. They have a whole lot of, no pun intended, swag. I think they're great in the ring, and have a lot of chemistry. Um, they've been a great, a great asset to NXT. Um, next we have the War Raiders. They come in later in this year, um, Incredibly strong, incredibly agile, incredibly fun to watch. Uh, bright future ahead for the War Raiders in WWE. Then we have the British Strong Style. We got Pete Dunn. We got Tyler Bate, who absolutely, I absolutely, I love Tyler Bate. Um, I never used to. I, I generally didn't like him when he first came in. Now, I love Tyler Bate. Um, incredibly strong young man. Um, they are a strong unit. I love them to bits. Um, and then we got Ernie Lake and Danny Birch. Now, 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 this, these two, these two, these two, these two. Sorry to get excited and um, just shit all over their names. But these two um, had that incredible tag team match with the Undisputed Era back at NXT TakeOver. I want to say it was Chicago, but I'm probably very wrong. And I apologize. But that incredible match, they are an incredible unit. Um... That match was like their coming out party in a way. Um, of course, they started off as rivals and then they became tag team partners, as a lot of tag teams do in the WWE. But let's get to the winner. And the winner of the NXT Tag Team of the Year is... The Undisputed Era... I don't think there's really any surprise. They have had the banning year in terms of tag teams or stable in NXT. 
Um, I honestly think that they are one of the better stables of the past 10 years. They are a unit. They are together. They are one. Um, and that's why the people picked the Undisputed Era and Josh picked Undisputed Era because, I mean, I agree with you guys. The Undisputed Era are just top-notch. They are top-notch. There is the first Wrestling Reverb Award handed out to the Undisputed Era. Now, let's head over to the main roster and let's have a look at the WWE main roster pay-per-view of the year. Again, five nominees in this category. We begin with Hell in a Cell 2018, headlined by Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns, cashing in his Money in the Bank opportunity on the Universal Champion. Um, we had Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, just to name a few. It was a fun pay-per-view of the year. We had SummerSlam 2018, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Carmella in a triple threat match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We had Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss in their first clash for the Raw Women's Championship. We had AJ Styles and Samoa Joe in an absolutely great storytelling match. We had Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns first captured the Universal Championship from Brock Lesnar. It was a great pay-per-view. Um, SummerSlam is always fun this year. SummerSlam was no exception. We have the Royal Rumble 2018, headlined by, of course, the two Royal Rumble matches, including the first ever all-women's Royal Rumble, which was an absolute success. Royal Rumble was a fun time this year. We had the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania 34. Great WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Ronda Rousey making her debut in a mixed tag team match. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Just to name a few, WrestleMania is the pinnacle of WWE. And I have no doubt that it made an impression on a lot of people. Hence why it is up for the pay-per-view of the year. And finally, we have the first ever all-women's pay-per-view, Evolution. Evolution was an absolutely incredible pay-per-view. Um, I think with the lack of hype that was going into it, only helped it, to be honest, because it should have been a bigger deal than what WWE presented, and those girls made it a bigger deal than what WWE presented it as. So that was a fun pay-per-view. Of course, we had Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella, the Battle Royal. We had Trish Stratus and Lita return. It was a fun, fun show. It had a different feel to it. Who did the people pick? The winner of the WWE main roster pay-per-view of the year is... The Royal Rumble 2018 is what the people chose. Had the two Royal Rumble matches, Shinsuke and Asuka taking it out in their respective fields. We had a handicap match for the WWE Championship with AJ Styles, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It was a fun pay-per-view. Um... I really did enjoy this pay-per-view. The Royal Rumble is probably my favorite pay-per-view of the year that isn't named WrestleMania. It's a fun deal. The matches are always great. Um, Josh's pick is Evolution 2018. I thought Evolution was the pay-per-view of the year. It just felt different. It felt fun. It felt fresh. And that's my pick. Um, But Royal Rumble taking it out for the people. Fun time. I'm not mad at that at all. Moving along... We have the WWE 
Tag Team of the Year. Again, five nominees in this category. Let's let's go ahead and uh, run them down. We have the Usos. The Usos um, are a great unit. Obviously, they're twin brothers. They know each other better than anybody in the world. They're a fun team. We have the current SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Bar. The Bar have been a staple on Raw for so long. They got moved over to SmackDown Live this year. Had a bit of a slow start on SmackDown Live before bursting onto the scene, winning the SmackDown Tag Team Championships back at SmackDown 1000. We have Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. They were a fun unit. They only just recently separated. They were a fun unit. Dolph bringing up Drew from NXT, uh, part of the Superstar Shake-Up, and they were a force to be reckoned with. Um, obviously, Drew was the the project of 2018 for WWE, and putting him with Dolph was the perfect way to bring him in. They captured the Raw Tag Team Championships this year. We have The New Day. I think The New Day are the staple of the tag team division. They are the glue that keeps it all together. They're over on SmackDown Live. They're SmackDown Live tag team champions this year. They're just a great unit. They embody what a, a trio should be. And then finally, we have the, the leaders of world, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Although it was short-lived um, with Matt's injuries and stuff like that, it was a fun unit. They were a fun team. It was started off as they were rivals, as most teams do. And they came together and won the Royal Tag Team Championships back in Saudi Arabia at the Greatest greatest Royal Rumble. They're a fun unit. I enjoyed them. Wish it would have went on longer, but it is what it is. But let's reveal the WWE Main Roster Tag Team of the Year and the Wrestling Reverb Awards. (laughs) The people chose the Usos. And the Usos, I agree with. This is Josh's pick as well. I think they're probably one of the greatest tag teams in the world. There's not many teams better than the Usos. Not really much else to say. They're just a fun tag team. The people and Josh both chose the Usos. Now let's head over. Let's do some... uh, Let's let's, say My two big categories here are the... Female and male superstar of the year. Of course, we've got the match of the year still to go. We've got the rivalry of the year still to go. We've got the two NXT male and female superstars of the year. So let's uh let's head over to the rivalry of the year. The rivalries in WWE, and this is a WWE and NXT category. It's the only crossover category that I have. Um, and for good reason. There is rivalries in a year are hard to come by that are all good, but... The great from the good is what's hard to separate. Um, and these are the five that the people and I believe are the five greatest rivalries in WWE this year. And uh, let's run them down. The Wrestling Reverb Awards Rivalry of the Year nominees are Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano from NXT this year. It has been an absolute whirlwind. Um, it's really been the last two years when you think about with uh, Ciampa's injury and all that and Johnny Gargano's rise through the NXT Championship ranks. They had some killer matches, street fight, unsanctioned, last man standing, um, everything in between. Um, it has just been an absolutely perfect storytelling rivalry. It's just been amazing. Up next is Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair on SmackDown Live. 
Um, Charlotte and Becky, I think this rivalry works so well is because it's stuck to formula and best friends turning on each other. It's basically, it's a long-winded rivalry in WWE with best friends turning on each other, but it works. And especially with Becky's rise, but it takes two to tango. Charlotte did an incredible job in this feud, or is doing this still technically feuding to a certain degree. So this was a fun rivalry this year. Next, we have Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler. Now, when this rivalry came about in my um, pre-nominee reveals, the votes for, you know, we're open to any rivalry in WWE. And I think this one, for me, is less about the story and more about the matches. They were proving that they wanted to be the best. They believe that they are the best wrestlers in WWE. And Dolph and Seth went out there every time and they proved that they are two of the best in WWE. Um, it was a fun rivalry. It was over on Raw this year. Next, we have Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Daniel Bryan and The Miz, of course, have nearly a nine, ten-year history um, since the original format of NXT. Um, this is something we waited for a long time, didn't think we'd ever get because of Bryan's you know, career-ending injury, but coming back, this was the feud that we wanted to see. We got it from SummerSlam until just after the Super Showdown, it ran for a couple of months. We had a mixed tag in there with Brie and Maurice. It was a really fun story. It was over on SmackDown Live. And finally, we have AJ Styles and Samoa Joe over on SmackDown Live, the WWE Championship feud. It started off as just thinking, AJ and Samoa Joe, we know their history from TNA, so we just knew we were going to get a really incredible match. Of course, it turned into Samoa Joe being a sick bitch and going after AJ Styles' family, you know, the Wendy stuff. It was fun. I really honestly did enjoy this rivalry. Went for a, a while on and off. Um, and it was fun. But who did the people choose for the Wrestling Reverb Rivalry of the Year? No surprises here. The Wrestling Reverb Rivalry of the Year is Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano from NXT. No words. It is Josh's pick as well. It's just an absolutely incredible rivalry that continues to add new chapters each episode of NXT, really. No surprises there. Let's head on. Let's go to the NXT match of the year. So NXT, in general, puts out a lot of incredible matches. Um, no real surprise in that sentence, but they getting this down to five out of all of the votes that I received was incredibly challenging, and this lift list is very, it's it's going to, I know with this one in particular, it's going to be uh, a little controversial because there's some matches in there that you may not agree with. There's matches that may be not in there. I went with the people's votes. I went with um, purely based on what people told me. And I've seen all these matches. Obviously, I'm a huge NXT fan. Um, do I agree with this list? For the most part, yeah, I do. Um, is there some matches that I'd like to see in there? Yeah, but there's only five spots. So please, if you have any, um, it's all subjective. Match of the year is all subjective. All of these are very subjective because everyone has a different opinion. But I'm just going with majority here. So please, the NXT Match of the Year Wrestling Reverb Awards nominees are Johnny Gargano and Andrade Cien Almas from NXT TakeOver Philly in January. NXT title match. Absolutely incredible. Stellar match. 
the story was perfect. We had interference from Zelina Vega, Candice LeRae coming out to help out Johnny. Johnny was the ultimate NXT babyface. He was the ultimate underdog. And we just wanted to see Johnny win the big one. Fortunately here, it did not happen. Andrade Cien almost stops it with an absolutely killer hammerlock DDT from the second rope. Um, killer match. Starting off the year in an absolutely incredible way for NXT and WWE. Um, next, we have Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, the street fight from NXT TakeOver Chicago. Now, with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano, if you had to pick out of the matches that they have, I think the street fight is the best of the three. The people agreed because I got the most for these votes out of their three matches. So I've decided to put this one in here and, you know, brutal match. The ending to this match is what made it for me the brutal DDT Onto the uncovered ring. Uh, just a brutal, brutal match. Next, we have Adam Cole versus Ricochet from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. Killer, killer match. That super kick from the Moonsault springboard bingo that Ricochet did. Man, just what an incredible match. Um, Ricochet winning the NXT North American Championship in this match. Um what do you expect when you see Adam Cole and Ricochet on paper? You expect a, an amazing match, and that's what we got. Um, next, we have Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killian Dan versus Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet versus Lars Sullivan in a six-man ladder match to crown the first ever NXT North American champion. When you see six-man ladder match, you know it's going to be chaos. This was exactly that. Each man had an opportunity to win this match, and the crowd were not not bothered by who. They were going for literally anybody. Anyone that climbed that ladder got cheered. It was everyone's time um, in that match. Anyone could have won it. Adam Cole was the one to grab the, the belt, grab the NXT North American Championship, and it was just an incredible match from NXT TakeOver New Orleans. And finally, we have Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship at NXT TakeOver War Games 2. I know uh, that this one is fresh in our minds, but it was an absolutely incredible match. Um, Tommaso Ciampa is the ultimate heel. Velveteen Dream has become a very loved, loved superstar, has a huge future, as does Tommaso Ciampa. Um, NXT title doesn't get much bigger than that. But who did the people pick? Let's have a f- let's have a little let's have a little reveal here. <laughs> And the NXT match of the year goes to Johnny Gargano and Andrade Cien Almas from NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. It was an incredible match. I personally, for Josh's pick, I went with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa at the Street Fight NXT Chicago. So that's what I went with. Um, honestly, though, any of these matches could have won and I would have been... Very, very happy with. But Johnny Gargano and Andrade Cien almost from TakeOver Philly is what took it out. Great match. Great, great stuff. I think it's time we reveal one of the bigger... We're getting down now. We've got, we got five categories left. I think it's time we reveal one of the biggest categories of the awards. I think it's time we reveal the NXT Male Superstar of the Year. We got five competitors in this. 
let's 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 take a look at it. look at who he uh, look at uh, the nominees. Got a little tongue tied there because I'm fucking stupid. But let's take a look at the nominees for the Wrestling Reverb NXT Male Superstar of the Year. We have the current NXT Champion Tommaso Ciampa. We have Johnny Gargano. We have Velveteen Dream. We have Alistair Black. And finally, we have Adam Cole. Five stellar, stellar in-ring competitors. All bring something different to the table. But who did the people pick? Let's have a look. The people picked Tommaso Ciampa, the current NXT champion. Josh picks Tommaso Ciampa, the current NXT champion. This guy is an unstoppable force in NXT. He is the epitome of what NXT is bringing to the table as of late. Um, I was not obviously fussed with whoever the people picked because uh, those five guys are absolutely incredible. Obviously, there were some other guys that I would have liked to be in there, like the Ricochets and and et cetera, et cetera. But that is a stellar list. Tommaso Ciampa is a perfect pick. Um, He has had an incredible, incredible year. Now, let's head over to the main roster as we take a look at the WWE main roster wrestling reverb match of the year. We have Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre from Hell in a Cell 2018 for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Absolutely killer stuff from these two guys, uh, from these four guys, I should say. Um, just an incredible tag team match showing what tag team wrestling can do in 2018. Next, we have Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, the last woman standing match from Evolution 2018. This match was the most hype match going into Evolution. They deserved that main event slot, and if they weren't going to get it, they were going to show you why they should have it. It was a 30-minute absolute spectacle, one of the best last man or woman standing matches we've ever seen in this day and age in WWE. Next, we have Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon from WrestleMania 34. A mixed tag team match on this list wouldn't really on paper seem like it would be amazing, but this match on entertainment value alone was an absolutely stellar performance showing the world what Ronda Rousey could do. Stephanie McMahon did her best her stuff in the ring, which made it absolutely incredible. Triple H and Kurt, of course, two of the best. This match was so fun. Next, we have The Miz and Seth Rollins from Backlash 2018 for the Intercontinental Championship. Backlash this year was an absolutely shithouse pay-per-view. Terrible. But the silver lining from that pay-per-view was the opening match. Miz and Seth Rollins, Intercontinental Championship, and they absolutely stole the show. It was an incredible match from these two guys who I think are both future Hall of Famers, who I think are two of the best in-ring performers in the WWE. And yes, I do mean that to The Miz. I really think that both of them don't have bad matches. So putting these two together, kicking off a show, they're going to steal it. It's just it's just natural. <laughs> And finally, we have Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander from the WWE Super Showdown 2018 in Melbourne, Australia. Um, Honestly, when this one was voted, was I a little bit shocked? Yes, because I thought this match was amazing. However, I was there, so I thought I was being biased. But 
it made the list. It was an incredible match, incredible moment, incredible victory in his hometown, Buddy Murphy, winning in Melbourne. But who did you pick? Who did the people pick for the Wrestling Reverb Match of the Year? Let's have a look. This is Josh's pick as well. I'm so glad this got voted in. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, last woman standing from Evolution 2018. I think this was the greatest WWE women's match ever. Um, it was it my favorite WWE women's match ever. I don't think so. I think the only one that beats it for me is Sasha Banks and Bayley from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn in 2015. But this, I think, fundamentally, storytelling-wise, I think this match was better. I just don't like it as much. But taking nothing away from it, this was the match of the year. This was one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time in WWE. I think um, last woman, last man standing matches are very hard to pull off correctly, especially if they run too long or if things aren't really building in a right way. But this match was, you know, just everything and more. It's It was an incredible match. And I am so glad that Becky Lynch and Charlotte got this because it's my pick as well. I think they um they deserve it. They really deserve it. All of these matches do, but that match in particular killed it. Absolutely killed it for the year for me. Coming up next in the Wrestling Reverb Awards, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Let's take a look at the NXT Female Superstar of the Year. The ladies in NXT um, always kill it. There is so many ladies that have such bright futures in NXT and in WWE. But let's take a look at the five nominees for the NXT Female Superstar of the Year in the Wrestling Reverb Awards. Number one, we have the current NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. We have the Pirate Princess, Kyrie Sane. We have the EST of NXT, Bianca Belair. We have the one of the best, I think, crazy people the WWE has had. Nikki Cross, and we have the lady of NXT, Lacey Evans. Five stellar competitors of NXT's women's division. But who did you pick for the NXT Female Superstar of the Year? Let's take a look. You picked the current NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. I'm glad people thought with their brain and not their heart because I think our heart belongs to Kyrie Sane in a lot of ways with just how amazing she is and how much of a year she's had. But Shayna Baszler um, has come so far since the original Mae Young Classic. She has been killing it in all of her matches now with the um, her little lackeys uh, from the MMA Four Horsewomen. Uh, she has had an incredible year and I think she is my pick as well for the NXT uh, Female Superstar of the Year. I think that's Josh's pick as well. But um, shout out to Bianca Belair because she is my absolute favorite in NXT, man or woman. She is an incredible athlete. She is one to watch. I just don't think this year I could say that she's had a better year than Shayna Baszler because Shayna Baszler is just owning it in every way. But Bianca, I think um, in a year's time when we do Wrestling Reverb Awards 2 next year, I think Bianca Belair will be the NXT Female Superstar of the Year, if not the WWE Main Roster Female of the Year, because I think um, Bianca is going to be on the main roster before we know it. I think it's sooner rather than later. But um, Shayna Baszler absolutely is killing it this year. Now we're down to our uh, our main events here in the Wrestling Reverb Awards. 
the female and male superstar of the year. Um, it is the pinnacle of what you want. You want to be called superstar of the year. You want to be the best. Obviously, the Wrestling Reverb Awards means absolutely jack shit to these wrestlers, but it is at least me acknowledging that they have a fan base, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, let's let's head in to the WWE Male Superstar of the Year. We have the 371-day reigning WWE Champion AJ Styles. You know, he just recently lost that championship to Daniel Bryan, but man, did AJ have a stellar year. We have the current Intercontinental Champion Seth Rollins. Absolutely incredible dude. Um, putting on Match of the Year candidates every time he goes out there. He just kills it with everybody. He had an incredible match with Mojo Rawley this year, so take that for what it is. Next, we have the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World, Brock Lesnar. I am never, ever doing that shit ever again. Holy crap, I was bad at that. I am so sorry to anyone that just listened to that. But Brock Lesnar is next. Um, I was honestly surprised that he was getting voted in because I know a lot of people have their feelings on Brock Lesnar, as do I. But honestly, I was surprised. But he's in there. He has had, in terms of win-loss record... um, you know the ratio there. He doesn't. He doesn't lose that much. Um, Brock beats the crap out of people. Brock is the universal champion as much as we don't like it. Next, we have the man who I think has had the breakout of the year, uh, Drew McIntyre. He's. I, I said before he is the project of WWE. He is. He is a superstar. He is. He looks like a superstar. He talks like a superstar. He walks. He lives and breathes it. Um, Drew has just been. Killing it. Absolutely killing it. And finally, we have the current WWE champion, Daniel Bryan. Now, um, I think people forget that when you got to vote here, it's for the entire year. However, the last, say, three months of Bryan's career have been killer. Absolutely gangster. Great, great stuff. His heel run is incredible. He's finding his stride again. I think he lost it a little bit, and then the stuff with the Miz happened, and he started to pick up again. I think this, this second half of his year has been... Absolutely incredible. I do think he belongs on this list, in all honesty. Um, but we'll see who the people picked. Who did the people pick for the Superstar of the Year? And the winner of the WWE Wrestling Reverb Male Superstar of the Year goes to AJ Styles. He was champion for most of this year. I can't really argue the fact that the people picked him. I, too... Josh's pick is AJ Styles. I just don't think there's anyone better than him. Full stop. Now we head to our last category in the Wrestling Reverb Awards. I know some of you were like, why did you do the male before the female? I just think the females have a better year than the males this year. I think they are on top of their game. Therefore, they deserve my main event slot. Here we go. The last hashtag Wrestling Reverb Award is for the female Superstar of the Year. The nominees are... The goddess of WWE, Alexa Bliss. We have the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. We have the baddest bitch on the planet, Ronda Rousey. We have the queen of WWE, Charlotte Flair. And finally, we have the man, Becky Lynch. 
and the people chose for the WWE Wrestling Reverb Female Superstar of the Year. The winner is... The winner of the Wrestling Reverb Female Superstar of the Year is none other than the man, Becky Lynch. I um I wholeheartedly picked this as well. The last six months of Becky Lynch's career have been some of the best work a female has ever done in this company. She is an absolute star. I believe her and Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair are going to main event WrestleMania next year. And we'll be talking about Becky Lynch, Charlotte and Ronda next year's Re- Wrestling Reverb Award. Um, I just think that, that that Becky is just an absolute superstar. No one can touch her right now. She is the man, and she is the final winner of the Wrestling Reverb Awards. But there we have it. We have our 10 winners of the Wrestling Reverb Awards. I thank absolutely everybody for voting and joining in, and everything it, it has been it has been an absolute wild ride. It's been very challenging to count all these votes and edit all these videos and get them all out and promote it and get this to the masses, but it has been an absolute success for me. It has been absolutely amazing to have all of your support. And um, what a year 2018 has been. It's not over for Wrestling Reverb this year, though. I'm not taking a break over Christmas and New Year's. I'm still going to be promoting episodes, putting them out, putting out YouTube videos. Um, that'll be a little less over the holiday season just because they take a lot more of my time and I don't really have a lot of time doing this in between working and Christmas shopping and being with family and being with friends. But I am not. I don't want to take a break. I want to be with you over Christmas because I love you guys so much. It's fun to do this. And wrestling still happens over Christmas, so it's not like it's stopping. But... Um, this isn't the last time you're going to hear from me this week. Look out on the weekend because WWE TLC is happening and I'll be having a WWE TLC prediction show. There's a lot of stuff to run down. I'm very, very excited for TLC. It's probably the pay-per-view that isn't a big four or evolution this year that I've been most excited for. It's going to be a fun show. Um, but um, that isn't it for Wrestling Reverb. Either in 2018, we're going to have that TLC prediction show. We're also going to have a very special Christmas edition of Wrestling Reverb. Plus, I'm going to take a look back at 2018 before this year is up. I'm going to take you uh, on a wild journey of um, the Wrestling Reverb journey of 2018 because it's it's been fun. And I want to take you back some of the best moments and stuff like that that I've had on this podcast as along with the best moments of WWE this year. That is a little different from the Wrestling Reverb Awards. But thank you to everybody. I'm glad that everybody um, has been along for this ride of the Wrestling Reverb Awards these last couple of weeks. And please, if you have any objections to any of these winners or nominees, I want to hear about them. Get on me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube, all at Wrestling Reverb. You'll find it all. And I'll catch you guys next time for a TLC prediction show. Bye.